0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Women of Golf Show. I'm Ted Roderico, and right alongside, of course, each and every week is none other than Legends Tour player and LPGA professional Cindy Miller, and we are, of course, the hosts of the Women of Golf Show. Good morning, Cindy.
0: Good morning, Ted. How are you today?
1: I- I'm doing fantastic. Another exciting Tuesday morning uh, in the mix, and uh, I'm doing very, very well. How about yourself?
0: I'm doing great. On the way to teach a high school camp.
1: Perfect. Well, we'll talk a little bit about that uh, at some point in the show as well. And, and uh, But uh, let me just remind everybody, Cindy, of course, that we are live every Tuesday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern here on the blogtalkradio.com network. Uh, just go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash women of golf or just type women of golf in the search key. And that will take you to the show front and center uh, every Tuesday morning. Or you can listen... Uh, at uh, some of the other social media platforms, iTunes.com, Stitcher.com, and TuneIn.com. And again, just type in Women of Golf. For some reason, if you can't join us live, just visit any of those links and just scroll down to the On Demand section, and you can listen to the show in their uh, entirety uh, in the On Demand section. Uh, But we're glad that uh, for those of you that are joining us live this morning, we appreciate it very much. Uh, You're always welcome to call into the show anytime during the live broadcast and speak uh, with either ourselves or any of our guests, the number is area code 347-945-5855. And, of course, you can always reach out to Cindy or I uh, at our respective emails. And Cindy's is cindy at com, and mine is ted.golftalklive at gmail.com. Um, cindy, as I mentioned, we've got a great show this morning. Uh, joining us uh, here in just uh, literally a, a second or two is going to be Lauren Coughlin. She's uh, from Charlottesville, Virginia, and she's the winner of this past weekend's Symmetric Tour's fourth annual PHC Classic, that was held in Glendale, Wisconsin. And a little bit later on the show, we're going to be joined by uh, Shana Kirchner, the Director of Marketing for the Buffalo Bills, and uh, a sort of a newer uh, individual to, uh, to golf, and we're going to talk a little bit about her and, and uh, what she's uh, doing with golf, not just playing, but uh, how it's uh, helping her in her business connections. So we'll talk a little bit later to her. But let me just tell uh, Cindy a little bit about Lauren, and then we'll bring her on the show. As I mentioned, she won this past weekend's uh, Sementra Tour event, the PHC Classic. And uh, she actually started playing golf at the age of seven. And uh, some of her hobbies that she also likes to do, in addition to golf, is going to the movies, uh, watching uh, some other sports like football and basketball. And uh, she's also uh, uh, attended the University of Virginia as well. So let's welcome our very special guest this morning, Lauren Coughlin.
0: Good morning. Hello, everybody.
1: <laughs> All right. Good morning. Perfect. Well, Congratulations, of course, on your win, and um, I know it's, uh, it's got to be pretty exciting. This is your first win, as I understand, on the Symmetra Tour, so congratulations for that.
2: Yeah, thank you guys very much. Yeah, no, it's was, it was been a crazy couple of days, and in a very good way. So.
1: <laughs> well, that's, that's good. Now, you were telling us off air um, that actually mm-hmm. this was obviously something that it was sort of a, a practice or a warm-up, Uh, to uh, some LPGA events that are going to be coming up that you're going to be uh, entering in. So tell us a little bit, finish that story a little bit, and then we'll, uh, we'll continue on.
2: Yeah. So I earned my full card through Q school last year. So I've played a full schedule on the LPGA minus the majors. And so this was, I have three events left. um, In I'm in Indianapolis right now. And then I have the Canadian open that's next week. And then, followed by Portland, so I kind of really needed to to play well in them to make sure I don't have to go to um, second stage of Q school and can get exempt in the Q series. So my dad was like, well, I think you should go play in Milwaukee and kind of see where your game is, you know, maybe make a little bit of money and have fun. And and so I did, <laughs> and, and I ended up winning, so... <laughs>
0: Wow. Well that was a good quite tune. Quite up. The,
1: uh, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's uh that's a yeah, that's a pretty good tune up, Cindy. Um, you know, to be able to uh to, to have her go into an event like that just to sort of warm up for some other events and then ultimately be the winner. So Lauren, you ha- you have to be pretty excited about that.
2: Yeah, definitely. Uh I've really been struggling with my game this pretty much all year mostly mentally like putting way too much pressure on myself and so I think I finally I had two weeks off before this and I think I finally came to terms with everything and just was going out there with very very little pressure very little expectations and I switched putters actually and that actually that worked out very very well <laughs> But yeah i think i just kind of like i said i think i just kind of like let go of everything that i've been putting on myself all year and just went out like i said with very little expectations just hoping to to see see how everything was well,
1: well about, said. Yeah, let me just uh... yeah go
2: ahead <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Cindy. well because I know the feeling I played on the LPGA tour for three years and Mm -hmm. my first year I came down to the last tournament at Wheeling West Virginia and I had to make a six foot putt to keep my card, which I didn't know at the time, but I knew the putt was going to be important. Mm -hmm. And had I missed that putt, I would have lost my card and made it. I did make it. So I kept my card, but it's so hard because you're in my opinion, for me, it was, Am I worthy to be here? Do I belong? Am I good enough? And you have all those questions, and you really can't think those thoughts. You really have to just pursue, you know, your potential, but it's so difficult. So can you share with our... Yeah, I
2: I definitely have those pressures as well, but then also um, the financial pressures as well is, I think, the biggest part for me that that weighs on me. Um, You know, when you're not making cuts, you know, it's, it's, it can get very, very expensive. You know, people think that it's this glamorous lifestyle. And if you're one of the top girls, yeah, it really is. But if you're, you're starting from the bottom, you have to work your way up and you're spending a lot of money and not necessarily making a lot of money. And that part I think is what really, really was um, getting to me. And And you can't think about, a tournament just hoping to make the cut so you make money and that's what I think right. I've been doing all year and so yeah mm-hmm. so I'm just trying trying not to not to think about that and just go and play golf and try to have fun with it now do you have a sponsor hmm. uh, I'm I'm starting to I I that I think was my biggest mistake at the beginning of the year Um, I thought I could do it I'm I'm very stubborn and like to think i can do everything myself but you know and so i i wish i would have in the beginning you know because there's i I grew up in um, chesapeake virginia and i was a member of a country club starting at the age of like 12 with my dad and you know i have a lot of people down there that i think would support me i just didn't ask and so i'm starting to ask now and and i have a couple people that are that are helping me out now where at the beginning of the year i didn't have that help and so it, that's definitely helped as well, knowing that like no matter what, I, I'll be able to pay my, my pay my credit card bill next month and and the month after that, and, <laughs> which is <laughs> well, it's <that's> pretty <laughs> scary when, you, when you're yeah, no, it is <laughs> so. And then Well, not wanting to, let you know. me just, I'm married as well. So my husband, I don't want to put that pressure on him and my parents. It's, it was, I, like I said, I was putting a lot of pressure on myself and not just going out and playing golf. So.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure Lauren, that, uh, after this past weekend's win, I, I don't think you'll have any trouble in, in attracting some, uh, some sponsorship money and, and you're yeah. exactly right. Uh, you know, <laughs> Cindy, Cindy raises a, a great point. There's a lot of pressure on there, and and uh, and obviously, as you pointed out, the financial. Um, I, I just want to, Cindy, really uh, quick. I just uh, got a couple things that I want to ask, and then I'm going to throw it back to you. Um, I, I want to continue on this theme a little bit that Cindy started. Um, you know, last year, uh, Lauren, you know, you you played um, in in the tournament, and actually, really, by your own words, you hit rock bottom with your game. Um, mm-hmm. You shot a nine over par and actually decided to withdraw and largely because you had injured your, um, you'd, uh, in- sustained a back injury. Um, but you really started to struggle with, with doubt and, and mental fatigue. What happened and, mm-hmm. um, and how did you dig yourself out of that funk?
2: Yeah. So I withdrew, I kind of tweaked my back a little bit. I didn't hurt it you know, long term or anything, but it was, there I mean after I shot what I shot there was no point in um with it already hurting and stuff so I I just I was like I was just ready to be done so I went home um yeah I went and talked with my boss from my internship my last year of college um he's the director of operations for the football office or for the football team at UVA and um you know, kind of lost it a little bit with him. Lost it on the phone with my parents after that, and then I went and talked with um, Coach Kim, my my college coach, and she kind of was like, you know, give me give me three more months, give me till Q school, because she believed that I had you know the ability to be on the LPGA and have a successful career. So she, you know, just give me give me these next three months, work as hard as you can, and. If you don't get any LPGA status, then, you know, we can we can see what's next for you. And so I stayed at home. I didn't play. though. I basically skipped the next five tournaments and mentally just, you know, I was able to be around my fiancé at the time. I was, able be, I was able to be in Charlottesville, which I love, uh, get to go to some of the football games, be around um, the women's golf team like I love when I'm home. I like going out and playing with them and practicing with them and just being around people that I, that care about me. And basically, I just got happy again mentally. And then went to second stage uh, – or actually, I played in the tour championship, um, had my best finish, I think, of the year, and then <clears throat> went to second stage key school, made it through there, and then uh, coach. Kim, she caddied for me at third stage and I came in seventh at Q School and so I earned my full card.
0: Very Thank good. You. I love Kim um, Llewellyn. She's the best girl in the yeah. world. Oh, she is, <laughs> I know.
2: Um <laughs> I actually had another I actually let me, had another one of my talks with her last week too. So <laughs> Maybe you should call
1: well, her, obviously every week, it paid her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a great that's a great point, Cindy. Yeah, I think you need to call her every week, and and obviously it uh, it, it served you well. Let me just ask one more one more quick question, and, and then Cindy, mm-hmm. I promise I'll throw it back to you. Um, I, I want you to explain maybe a little bit to the listeners. You know, you touched on a little bit. You know, it's not all glitz and glamour out there uh, for a good many people uh, out on tours. It's a it's a grind. It can be very stressful on that. But I want you to maybe just sort of summarize a little bit um, for the listeners out there the things that they don't know about life on tour, um, the realities, in other words, what they don't see. Because they mm-hmm. see what, what the TV or, or what the media projects uh, out on tour, but you gals know what really goes on. What don't they see um, that maybe put a little bit of a, more of a perspective for what you guys go through?
2: Yeah, um they don't see us here um, starting on Mondays, going out and learning the golf course. Um our caddies going out and learning the golf course. Um they don't see how hard a lot of these girls work. You know, they're here all day long playing and practicing and working out and um we're going, you know, from city to city, you know, six weeks in a row a lot of the times and um, the travel can really get, get, get on you, um, you know, staying in hotels isn't always the best, Luckily, a lot of the places we go to, you know, stay in host houses, which are, which are nice. Um, you know, you're eating out a lot unless you're staying, you know, in host housing and you can cook and stuff. Um, but they do take, they do take really good care of us. You know, we get breakfast and lunch provided every day, which is, which on Symmetra you don't get. And, um, right that is a lot that's that's the uh i know it's it's that's i think one of the the, the nicest part about being on the LPGA honestly is not having to eat out every single meal when you're on the road um um yeah i think that the, the, they don't see the long hours that people put into it and learning a golf course and the differences in the grasses that we play between from week to week and the difference in how the greens react and the fairways. And yeah, I think they don't see all that part. They just see us. Oh, you just get to go and play golf. That's awesome. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Which it is. Yeah. Which it it is. It is really cool that I get to say that golf is my job, but there's a lot that goes into it.
1: So in other words, you don't just chase around a little white ball all day. There's a lot more to it.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs)
1: Um, Cindy go
0: ahead (laughs) Says you recently made a change That resulted in your 16 under par Overall performance with no Three putts what was the change you Made So
2: I went back to um, the putter that I Used my last year of college (laughs) So I used it In 2016 So I hadn't used it in about two years Um, But I mean My last year of college I was I won the ACC championship I was ACC player of the year and I was an all-american so it had it had some good mojo and I don't honestly don't really know why I switched ever um but yeah that was one of the main parts of of my game that I'd really been struggling with all year um so I I figured I'll I'll give it a shot and it it worked out really well it's
0: a good thing your putter wasn't matched to yeah, I know. <laughs> it would have said, Nope, I'm not working for you, girly. You ditched me. <laughs> <No>.
2: <laughs>
1: oh gosh. Well, yeah, yeah it, it obviously has done. has some good Yeah, it has some good, good mojo, obviously, sure. Lauren.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Cindy, have you got another one?
0: What is the best part of your game?
2: Uh I think my my ball striking. I don't miss many fairways and uh I hit a lot of greens when and when I'm when I'm really on I can really control my distances really well and I I think last week I've hit 16 greens the first day, 14 the next and then 16 on the last day, 16 or 15 wow. something like that. So mm. Yeah, I and I think I only missed a couple fairways here or there, but yeah, I think that that's the most consistent part of my game that I can really, you know, if I have to have to hit a fairway, I'm pretty confident that I'm going to hit the fairway and pretty confident that I can get it, you know, within twenty feet of the hole most times. So, but and it, like I said, my my putting was the part that I, I, that I was struggling, so it didn't really matter that I was hitting it close because because I couldn't make a putt. So. <laughs>
0: but that all changed this past weekend. Now, when you hit a lot of greens, Mm -hmm. you said you can typically get it within 20 feet, which is, like, amazing. And Mm -hmm. if that's the case, then all you need to do is practice 20 feet and in. Yeah, but yeah. I work a lot. When I play that... Go ahead. No, no, go for it. Sorry. When I found... When I played on tour, I didn't hit any greens, so I putted really well because I chipped it close. <laughs> then when you hit 14, 15, 16 greens, I don't hit it 20 feet. So then you have a lot more putts, and it's harder to shoot lower unless you hit it close enough. Mhm. So that's amazing that you can hit it within 20 feet most times.
2: Yeah, most times. I mean, obviously not every time, but I, I feel very confident with my ability to get it, get it close. So. Wow. And well,
0: I got it. I got
2: it. You, you were gonna. <laughs> well, I was working like on one of my former assistant coach, uh, Brian Bailey. He is very, very into stats and and all of that type stuff. So he's been helping me with what to practice on my putting. And really, it's like oh, it's a lot of just like fifteen feet in. Really, ten feet and in is all that that's the most important part of putting because if you're not, you, you need to make it if you're inside 10 feet basically. And when you don't, it, it, it puts a lot of pressure on all other parts of your game. And I think that's what I was feeling when, um in the, during, during the year was I was hitting really good shots. You know, I'd be, you know, 15 feet away and wasn't making any, and so uh, it was making me feel like I needed to hit it closer, so I would take more risks, which can cause you to you know short side yourself or miss some really hard places to get up and down and And so making sure that I'm putting well it, it makes a lot makes everything else a lot easier and stress free
1: absolutely very hmm. interest very interesting. Very interesting. I got to say though, Lauren, with stats like that, uh, if if you consider that rock bottom, I'd hate to see when you're really on your game because that's uh, that's pretty some pretty incredible stats. Um, Wow, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty good. Um, Let me ask you, um, and and again, I want to talk a little bit about the mindset of of a player. You know, a lot of a lot of amateur golfers, and, and Cindy, you know this as well. We've talked about this before on the show. You know, they'll get out there, and, and, and I'm going to just sort of read something off here, Lauren, from, from your final round, uh, and then I want you to comment on, on the question I'm going to ask you. But, you know, you, you got off to a, a pretty good start in the final rounds. Uh, you got to the par three second uh, with the birdie, um, but hit a, an errant tee shot on number three, but managed to recover. Uh, after hitting a, a shot just to the backside of, of off the backside of the green and then shift uh, into to sort of shift the momentum. But a lot of amateur mm-hmm. golfers, when they, you know, find themselves in trouble in that it can actually derail their round. So what do you as a tour player, what would you advise some of the listeners out there that maybe uh, obviously that that's a pretty, that's not really that bad to you. It might be, but to them, you know, that would be horrible. Um, but, you know, if they get out and they play a couple of bad holes, what would you say to them to to sort of shift the mindset and and get back onto focus and not let that derail the, the mm-hmm. rest of their game?
2: Yeah, I mean, everybody's going to have bad holes during a round. You're not going to hit every shot perfect. And if you expect to, it's really a really bad mindset because you're, you're just only going to be mad when you don't hit it well, <laughs> which is very, very common. But, yeah, I... I think that you have to stay patient and believe in your capabilities and you know not stre- not stress out if you hit a bad shot and I know the big thing that I do is when I'm if I am in a little bit of trouble and the thing that I'm thinking about is what can I do to no worse make bogey you know I'm I'm trying to see what my next shot can be that I will give myself my hopefully a chance at par, but no worse. No worse is a bogey, and right. that I think is huge because you, know, you can you can you can recover from a bogey pretty pretty quickly. You know, next hole sure. you make a birdie, it's right back. But do, doubles mm-hmm. and, and worse, you know, it's really really hard to to get back after that. Um, but yeah, because yeah, now you yeah there's now you're talking two or
1: three holes. Yeah. Mhm,
2: exactly. Yeah, exactly. That was a big thing um that we did, did in college, you know, with coach Kim, you know, that, you know, and and really it's more dumb dumb doubles is what she would call them. You know, if you hit it in the hazard <laughs> and you know, or you hit it OB, you know, it's it's okay. It's not I wouldn't say it's okay, but if you make double, it's not a big big deal. You know, you made one mental mistake essentially is what she would say. But if you make a dumb double, meaning you didn't have any penalty shots, you know you hit an errant drive, you tried to do the miracle shot and ended up in a worse spot, and you know you make double. That's you know that's two, two, two mental mistakes. you said was always not, was not good. So we would actually, I think our team did pretty poorly in that. At one point, in my. My years there, and so if we had a dumb double, you know, we would have to go and run stairs as <laughs> like a punishment, oh.
0: <laughs> you know, just
2: so she was just so you know, it was a it was like a so you'd all you were constantly thinking about, you know, if you did hit a bad poor a poor shot, you minimize your mistakes and do everything you can to at worst make bogey.
1: No. Now wait a minute, Coach Kim made you run stairs.
2: Yeah, yeah we just have to run stairs in um in U-Hall, which is the old uh, basketball arena. You know, you'd have to snake snake them. So you know, you go up one row, down one row. <laughs> oh my god, that was god. that was a punishment. I think that was like my Cindy. Second, we're gonna have to my second year. <laughs>
1: Yes. Cindy, we're going to have to have Coach Kim on here. We're going to have to talk to her about that, running those stairs. Um, <laughs> uh,
0: um, I'm going to touch her Cindy, any when final thoughts?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Lauren, um,
0: Lauren, it's you can't give mm-hmm. up, honey. you got to keep playing, and it's all part delay is not denial. So just know that. If you keep mm-hmm. going, if this is your dream and you want to do this, you know, you've got all the pieces of the puzzle they just have them put right in. So, Stay patient, keep trying, and uh, you know, God bless you, and keep going. Good luck this week.
2: Thank you. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, Lauren, thank you very much, and congratulations again uh, on your win this past weekend on the Symmetra Tour. That'll certainly give you some good momentum coming into this week and, and uh, some positive energy. And, and don't uh, keep that dust cleaned off that putter. Don't put it away because it obviously served you well. <laughs> so uh, make that yeah. your new best friend. And, uh, yep,
2: that's right, but,
1: uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> but we know you got to go and get ready for, for this week. So, but thank you very much for joining, mm-hmm. uh, City this morning on the women of golf show. We, we've enjoyed having you as our guest.
2: Well, thank you for having me. Have a good day.
1: You too. Right. Bye. 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 Excuse me. All right. That was our uh, very special guest. Uh, first guest this morning, uh, Lauren Coughlin, uh, again, winner of the, uh, past weekend Symmetra tours, uh, PHC Classic, and, of course, she's getting ready for some uh, LPGA events uh, coming up here, and uh, we certainly wish her well. Um, Cindy, before uh, our next guest comes on, I, I said that we would uh, talk a little bit about you're your off uh, to do some uh, some teaching. What do you-, you got cooking on today's schedule?
0: I have. Um, we're doing a high school golf camp. We did one last week and this week as well. Uh, three hours a day we're going to play golf tomorrow we've got a bunch of kids coming and we're sure that they know how to hit the shots and they know how to hit the shots on the course kind of like what Lauren was just talking about you know let's play smart golf and minimize your mistakes and no more dumb doubles or triples I think kids get uh, (laughs) afraid Well, I think big kids and little kids get afraid and we get apprehensive and then we don't trust what we're doing and then we make multiply the mistakes and we don't want to do that. So today, tomorrow, and Thursday, we've got this school and we're hoping that the rain stays away. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Well, we'll be uh, having some – sending good thoughts your way to to do just that and – you know, you know, Cindy. You raise a, a very interesting point. It, it's amazing, you know, about how much doubt can creep in one's mind. And Lauren really spoke very well about that. What happened to her last year, uh, and it and it took, you know, her reaching out to to those that she trusted and and could confide in. Of course, uh, Coach Kim from uh, uh, University of uh, Virginia uh, was able to to help her through that, even as recent as last week. So, you know. It, Sometimes it's good to talk about these things and get them out out in the open and and uh, be able to look at them and see them from a different perspective. Sometimes we, we're our own worst enemies. You know, you've mentioned many times on the show, Cindy, that sometimes uh, Cynthia would get in your head and and uh, and could literally just uh, derail, uh, uh, you know, what she had going on on the golf course. Uh, talk a little bit about that, and then we'll uh, we'll introduce our guest.
0: Um. Again, it, it's. So hard. I have a good friend who was the leading money winner on the Sematta Tour and qualified, you know, needless to say, to play on the LPGA Tour and lost her card. And, <clears throat> and I was like, okay, this is not your game, right? So right. Uh, you strive for something your whole life. And then sometimes when you get there, you have the doubt that you don't really believe you belong. And so I think you're absolutely right with Lauren going back to her roots and, you know, where everybody loves her. And we've heard that time after time after time. We all, these symmetrical players, are telling us the same story. I work really hard. I play okay. I start to play bad. I doubt myself. I need to go get some love. And then I come back stronger. (laughs) And so Lauren just said, you know, I I went home and got happy. (laughs) And golf, Mm -hmm. again, Alan and I have said over and over, I'm not what I shoot. I'm not what I shoot. My, My life is not all about what I shoot on the golf course. And when you get that right perspective and you understand it's not life and death, it really frees you up just to go have some fun and play golf, and therefore she wins. And it's just, you know, who cares? You're still alive. Yeah. You need to be grateful. Well, and, and I, you
1: know? Right. I think people forget that it's just a game. Uh, I mean, obviously, in Lauren's case, and and in your case, and, and and Alan's, and and all the other uh, great people that have played out on the tour. I mean, you know, they're they're looking to make a living out of it, and it's it's a job as well for them. Um, but they have to remember that it is a game, and uh, you're going to have, as she said, and and as you've said many times, um, you know, you're going to have your ups and downs. And it's how you, you know, it's very easy to handle the ups. But boy, I'll tell you, when you got to handle those downs, that's when it really counts. And that's why, you know, as you pointed out, you've got to have a great support system. And, and it's got to be, um, you know, for you, Cindy, it was a little bit different because I think, you, you know, you got out there a little bit later on and, and you obviously had an established, you know, family life and that. But for some of these young girls that are out there, you know, just starting out, uh, um, and that don't have the benefit of maybe a lot of family traveling with them, it's very lonely, I'm sure, for a lot of them out there. Um, and, you know, sir, they make some friends on tour, but it's not quite the same. Uh, you know, it, it's you know, it's not mom and dad. Yeah. It's not, right?
0: I, started, I drove to California alone to play on the mini tour.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know,
0: you're 21 years old, and you're driving to California alone to go play on the mini tour, and you don't know if you have enough money. I mean, again... So I've done this twice, you know, real tour and senior tour. And, yes, it's way easier when you're older and, you know, you know more. You have more wisdom. But when you're young and you don't know and you don't have any money, I mean, I qualified for the LPGA Tour and didn't have enough money to pay an entry fee. I didn't even play in the first tournament that I could play in. I had to have a, a cocktail party to raise money. And the funny thing is, is Chuck Knox, the head coach for the Buffalo Bills, was one of my sponsors. So, yeah, I understand. So it's difficult. It's, I think it's a little better now, but I get the fact that you don't have any money and you don't, you're not sure. And, you know, so God bless all of them. But it's a great <laughs> learning experience. It's a great yeah, learning Yeah, it sure
1: is. And it, and it, you know, it builds character in so many ways. It teaches them that, um, you know, you're not always going to win and you're not always, you know, things are not always going to happen the way that you plan them to. And you have to, you know, uh, really adapt uh, to, you know, an ever-changing schedule. I mean, sometimes you might show up to a tournament and uh, you might be faced with rain delays. So, you know, you've got to get your mind wrapped around that, you might be rained out for the first day uh, or you might get, you know um, you know, might be the leader of the tournament, uh, you know, after two rounds and all of a sudden a rain delay, uh, a lengthy rain delay can really, you know, play havoc on your mind and you've got to be very strong minded and you've got to be willing to say to yourself, this is okay. And just stay focused um, and, and just, you know, roll with the punches sometimes. And I'm sure that's not easy for regardless of what age you are. Um, that's not easy. So uh, I think you know a lot of amateurs have to appreciate, um, as uh, as Lauren has mentioned earlier, it's it's not all glitz and glamour. There's a lot of hard work and blood, sweat, and tears that goes into it. So, um, and and I know you can attest to that, Cindy, as well. All right, let me uh, introduce our, our next guest, and and as soon as she uh, comes on board, we will uh, we will bring her on. But I'll uh, read some things out here just to to get everybody ready. Uh, of course, our, our very special guest. Uh, second guest, uh, this morning is, is Shana Kirshner. Uh, she's the director of marketing for the Buffalo bills and she was named uh, the director of marketing, uh, for the uh, bills organization in 2017. And in this role, uh, she oversees marketing brand strategy for the organization, including the development and management of marketing campaigns, print, uh, digital radio and television, uh, in stadium signage and, and giveaways. Um, and just about everything, uh, that you can find, you can find on buffalobills.com. Um, She previously worked in consumer products for Mattel, uh, the global uh, toy industry uh, giant, where she managed marketing and and product development for many Fisher-Price brands, including Little People in uh, Imaginext and Viewmaster and Doodle Pro. Uh, She was also, uh, prior to working there, she uh, worked as an assignment editor and associate producer for WIVB-TV in Buffalo, New York, uh, native of Altoona, Pennsylvania, uh, she received her undergraduate degree from Penn State and a Master's of Business Administration from the University at uh, Buffalo and now lives in Amherst, New York with her husband Gene and their two children, uh, Brennan and Annalise. So uh, certainly a very strong business resume and um, you know we'll ask her a little bit more how golf uh, now plays in her life and we'll talk to you a little bit about that as well because I know you've been helping her uh, do that. But let's uh, welcome our very special guest uh, this morning, Shana Kirshner.
0: Good morning. Hi. How are you? How are you? Good. I'm good. Are you ready for the season to start?
3: I'm excited, yeah. We're at training camp right now. Yeah, we're at training camp in Pittsburgh, New York, and um, we'll head home tomorrow after practice.
0: Nice. Nice. Tell us about the camp. What do you have to do? You have to stay there with them, don't you?
3: Yeah, my team stays here. We um, do some of the content. We do a lot of the -the off-the-field content, and um, we post photo galleries and highlights and all that kind of stuff on the website. We work with a social media crew. We always have different people out here for practices and events, and we cover a lot of what the community relations department does. So we're busy out here. It's fun.
1: Very cool. I'm sure you have some questions. Uh, I certainly do. So uh, Cindy was telling me earlier, uh, Shana, that um, you're relatively new to golf. um, And we'll talk a little bit about some of the things that uh, besides just enjoying and playing golf, uh, maybe what you're going to use that for. But tell us uh, first how you got into golf, what drew you to the game and, and when that exactly was.
3: Well, I first took lessons probably over 10 years ago, and I got into it. My husband played a lot of golf, but coincidentally, he quit golf right when I started, but I'm not going to take that personally. Um, and then <laughs> I had my first child, and I got away from it for a while until really recently. And I had asked around for, to find out who a great coach was in our area. And everybody kept saying, Cindy, Her name kept coming up. So I gave her a call. And I think I've been in it again just since the spring.
1: Very good. Um, well, you couldn't have picked a better coach, that's for sure. Cindy Miller is, in my opinion, uh, one of the best in the business. So you're, you're uh, in, in good hands there. Um, and and just on a side note i think your husband probably stopped cuz he was afraid that you're going to beat him at some point so he was probably wanting to uh get out before that well the getting was good but um let me ask I you. i like
3: that let's go with that as
1: far, yeah <laughs> i think you should uh, um let, let me ask you another another quick question just uh, about that and and obviously as a businesswoman you you've got to kind of you know juggle your career and things and and you know obviously you're you're going to try to fit golf in uh, when you can, because, you know, you, you've got a pretty demanding job. Uh, you're not only traveling with them, but, uh, you know, you're in charge of a lot of the the media and so forth for the bills organization. So obviously at some point, in addition to just getting out there and having some fun, uh, you obviously recognize the value as a business tool that golf can be. So where do you see, and how do you see it playing in your business life, um, from here, from here on in?
3: Well, you know, professional sports is a male-dominated industry, and I think as a female, you have to, you know, find a way to be able to participate in some of the activities that the guys do when they hang out together, and it's, whether it's business or it's, you know, personal after hours is kind of how people bond in this industry. And there are also a lot of events where the, the NFL will host where that are that are golf outings and um there's certainly other ways to connect with people but this is just one option and it's one that i enjoy and it's fun and i like to take advantage of those opportunities
1: yeah i think it's uh i think it's very important uh for really anybody but particularly for women as more and more women get into executive positions like yourself Um, golf can be an invaluable business tool because it it opens so many doors. It gets you uh, in a lot of areas that obviously some very high-profile men um, are are involved in, and it gives you an opportunity to really uh, develop even a stronger network than you already do. And it's also something that, um, you know, if you talk to um, your husband, Gene, and get him back into the game, it's something that you guys can do together Um, more of a recreational and and some fun family time um, in in your marriage. So, I mean, it can make for fun there as well. Um, Cindy, go ahead, and, and I've got some other questions, but you go ahead.
0: What's the most interesting part of your job as director of marketing for the Buffalo Bills?
3: The most interesting part of my job? Hmm. Well, working for the Bills is really exciting because, our fan base, is so awesome. I always say we have the best fans in the NFL, which probably a lot of marketing directors say, but I sincerely believe that. And we had a really fun moment, I don't know if either of you saw it, for the NFL draft this year, where one of our biggest fans, his name's Pancho Villa, and he um, is currently undergoing cancer treatment, but this guy, he's the president of our Dallas Bills backers, so in Dallas, and he travels to Buffalo for all of these games. He's such a fan and the NFL draft was held in Dallas this year and the NFL gave us an opportunity to select 50 people for day one and day two of the draft to sit in this inner circle on the floor and the bills were front row so Mm. a bunch of his friends had started this online campaign to have him announce a pick for the NFL draft well, I had the opportunity to help coordinate with the NFL to have him go on stage. He didn't know it. He got pulled on stage and got to um, announce Harrison Phillips as a draft pick for the Bills. So there are these opportunities to have really fun, exciting moments where you get to connect people and kind of have these dream come true, dream come true moments for people. So I would say that's probably the most exciting part for me.
1: Awesome. Wow. What a yeah! What a great uh, testament to your organization. I mean, that's just um, fantastic to do that. Um, kudos to you guys for for um, doing that and, and helping somebody to to really enjoy um, their their fanship even more, if you will. Um, sorry, Cindy, go ahead.
0: So that's the most interesting part. What's the hardest part? Do the guys respect you?
3: I certainly hope they do.
0: Um I think I think you always
3: you know walk a fine line. Um you know I think as a a woman in sports of you know acting is extremely important and you have to balance coming across as as tough as you are with also being personable enough that they like you and are willing to work with you. Like some of the things that we have to do, we have to interview players, we have to do videos with the players. And they have all these people pulling at them, and they have extremely busy schedules, and they're under a lot of pressure, you know, with meetings and, you know, the physical elements of the game. So you have to be friendly, not that they want to work with you and talk to you, but you also have to be taken seriously at all times, so it's a balance, but I, I think that um, all the women in my building get the respect of the guys. I think just the fact that we're here, the fact that we got to this position, the fact that we, you know, know what we're talking about with sports and that we can do our jobs well,
1: earns the guys' respect. Awesome. Yeah, I, I, would agree. yeah I would agree with that. I think really, um, Shane, I think what what the guys look for most, I think, is that as long as you're not timid in your job and that you do it with confidence, I think they will respect you. Um, and, you know, obviously it helps to have knowledge of, of whatever organization you're with, but I think just knowing that you go in there and giving it your best will very easily earn them that respect, and I think you've done a great job. I, I want to ask you something because you mentioned that Cindy obviously is – is now helping you with your game um, and uh, we won't give too many secrets away, Cindy, but um, <laughs> Shane, I want to ask you with, with respect to uh, um, working with Cindy and that, what's the hardest part that you have the most difficult with and and what specifically um, have you learned thus far from working with her that has helped you the most with your game?
3: Well, I will tell you that so. You know, 10 years ago, which I'm probably being generous is probably more than 10 years ago whenever I started, um, I, I ended up disliking golf because I'm a typical type A personality and I was really hard on myself and I'm a perfectionist. And if I couldn't do it what, perfectly, consistently, I wasn't enjoying it. And this time with Cindy, I, there are days when I am just off. And, and that's okay. And she helps to get me right, and I'm enjoying it more. I'm more relaxed about it. Um, and and she helps me with the mindset of let that one go. Just It's gone. So I think for me it was a mind shift this time. And obviously she mm-hmm. gives great, you know, tips and techniques, and you watch her, and it's like I just want to do that every time. Teach me how to do that. But the mind shift this time <laughs> for me was the biggest.
1: Yeah, I think – I think also maturity as, a, as an individual, I think as we get older, um, you know, we look at things a little bit different. I think when we're younger, you know, we have a little bit more cockiness and arrogance in, in our stride, if you will. So it's like, well, everything's got to be perfect. But I think as you get older and you realize that everything isn't always going to go the way that you expect it to, that you're a little bit more humble, I guess. Cindy, I want to ask a question. Uh, for you, and and, um, Shana, obviously, uh, you can respond as well, but Cindy, I want to ask you a question. You've you've worked with Shana now um, for a little bit, and you've had some opportunities to see her. What impresses you the most uh, about her game, and what do you think is her strongest part of her game?
0: Her, well, she's tall, and she's strong, so when she catches it, she kills it, and I don't know if she realizes how good she really is. I think she's Mm -hmm. starting to get it, but there's so many people who just don't have that gift. And she's lucky, Mm -hmm. you know, that she's tall, that she's, you know, she's strong because she works out and she is, you know, very pays attention to her health and, and she, you know, she's just a good kid, but, and works very hard at being healthy. But she also has a great swing, and I think she likes that because she's very competitive, which is good. I mean, if she wasn't competitive, she wouldn't have the job she has. So she really has the makings to be very, very good at this, and she has young children, so that's difficult, but she needs to know that if she ever does put in extra time, she could be extra good,
3: Cindy, I am going to pay you an extra amount for saying all of that and for calling me
0: kids
3: because I could use that. But thank you. I appreciate that. It's true.
0: um. <laughs>
1: So Shane, uh, uh, just to play off of that a little bit, you know, Cindy obviously acknowledged the fact that, that you obviously have some athleticism, you work out, you keep yourself in, in good shape and that. So obviously that's important as well. Do you agree with her assessment and, and in a humble way, obviously, but do you agree with her assessment that what she said is pretty much spot on how you feel about your game?
3: Um, well, I will say working for this organization all of these guys, I mean, even our coaches, everyone is fit, so I definitely, the working out, all of that is certainly inspired from being in this building and being around all of these great athletes, so anytime anyone infers that I'm slightly athletic, I'm thinking not compared to these guys, but (laughs) I aspire to be um, more athletic in that sense. I have had some lucky swings with her, and I think that there is some potential there, but I definitely have a lot of work to do and a long way to go. But Cindy always makes it fun, and when she takes us out, you know, sometimes we do group lessons too. It is so much fun. She has such a great group of people with her. And it's it's casual, but you there are all these great lessons in it. So I I love it. I love the group environment we're in, and I hope that I can fulfill the vision that she sees for me.
1: You will. Well, fantastic. And I have, I, yeah, I have, I have no doubt. And, and you couldn't have picked a better person to work with. Cindy, um, you know, is, as I said earlier, um, uh, certainly one of the best in the industry and she's very well, uh, uh admired and liked in, in this industry as well. She's a hard worker and, and knows her stuff. Let me just ask one other uh, quick question, Shana, for you. Um, obviously you have two young children, um, have you introduced them? I don't know. What what ages are they?
3: They're seven and nine, and I have taken them to Cindy already. Kind of what you had mentioned earlier oh, okay. about getting getting my husband back into the game. I definitely am yep. using my children for that. And <laughs> they love Cindy. They They just think she's a ball, and they go out there, and they try to kill it every time. But... But, yes, I definitely hope to have young golfers. And then um, sometimes, you know, I've been out with Cindy and she has, you know, these great potential college athletes, these high school girls that are so awesome at golf. And I think, you know, my little peanut, I could see her doing that someday. She has enough Cindy time.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've actually had the pleasure of a few of Cindy's. Uh, younger students, uh, some young girls on uh, I think it was last year if i 'm not mistaken and and uh, they certainly speak with the same enthusiasm. Um, th- the reason why I asked you that is you know Cindy and I have talked about this before on the show about really introducing golf um, unlike so many other sports that are that is very integrated into the school system and into our our junior life, if you will, uh, golf is a, a sport that's still um, does not have that same platform. Of course, we have junior golf uh, in, in other areas, but in the in the general school system, it's not there. So obviously, it's important to introduce youngsters, and, and I like the fact that you've already done that with your children. Um, but if your daughter, let's say as an example, and I'm going to use her as an example, came to you and said, you know, Mom, I think I would really like to play professional golf, what advice would you give to her?
3: I would just tell her she just has to be dedicated to it and and put in the time like with anything you know when kids are real young well with my kids what I tried to do was expose them to a lot of different sports and see what they Mm -hmm. gravitated towards and if she has the passion and the desire for it then I think you know again I'm I'm drinking the kool-aid here one of the things coach McDermott says is that in everything you do you have to think about being playoff caliber right so when you eat Eat your breakfast in the morning. Eat it like a champion. When You walk into a room. Walk in like mm-hmm. a champion, kind of thing. And um, I'm blessed to hear that message here. And it's something that I try to instill in my kids. And if she really wanted to um, be dedicated towards it, then I I'd, I'd ask her to, to think that way. Let's do it and help her in any way I can to support her.
1: Well said. And and I'm I'm writing down some of those epiphanies that you just uh, you just read out to us. And because I'm going to start I'm going to start eating my sending my breakfast. Like a champion, Like, Cindy, a champion, I'm going give right? you. Uh, like, are you putting? Yeah, that's are right. Are you putting
3: the right <laughs> foods in your body? It, like, are you eating like LeBron James? What, you know, are you doing it right? It <laughs> makes you think sometimes.
1: That's right. Yeah, it. it it's amazing. You know, if I, if I knew the things then that I know now, it would be a whole different uh, childhood. But anyways, Sydney, um, I'm going to give <laughs> you the last uh, final thoughts or questions that you have for Shana, uh, your good friend here and, and student, and uh, and then we'll close out the program.
0: How many games are we going
3: to win? Oh, we're going to be 16-0, and 0 for sure. I love this team. I, you know, I, I am all in on this team. It's such a great group of guys. And we have this undercover show that's coming out on Wednesday of this week where you get to see, actually, like, behind the scenes, you get to see Coach McDermott's meetings, some of the players' meetings. And if you watch this show, you're going to love this group of guys. They're really hard work. Where They're do we, really
0: impressive. Where do we find the show?
3: It will be um, Wednesday at 8 p.m. on the Bill's Facebook watch page. And then 24 hours later, it'll be posted on our website and our mobile app. And uh, I think there are four weeks of the show. So check it out. You'll get to awesome. get all the other McDermottisms. Yeah.
1: Go, Bill. Very cool.
3: Go, Bills. I hope to see you at a game, my dear. I will be there, darling. All right.
1: Well, let me just say in in closing, um, you know, originally being from Canada, I used to cross over and come to a few Bills games. Now it's been a few years, but uh, uh, what a great organization, and uh, I'm very very envious that you have the job that you do shana uh, I, i'm sure it can be very fun and and uh, exciting especially when you're coming uh pre-season like you are now getting ready for a whole new uh season getting to everything hyped up in that so um uh good luck this uh, season with the bills i know that they're going to do well um and thank you for joining sydney this morning on the women of golf we appreciate uh uh your thoughts and we're Hoping that you uh, continue to pursue your it, if you will, in golf and in in, uh, your personal life as well. And thank you for joining us this morning.
3: Thank you for having me. It was nice talking to you both.
0: Thank you. All right, thank you. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye.
1: All right, that was our very special uh, guest, the director of marketing for the Buffalo Bills, uh, Shana Kirshner. And uh, you can learn more about the bills if you go to their website buffalobills.com, dot com and uh, you can check out some of the things that she was talking about here with the organization so um, cindy, I know you've got to go you've got some some teaching to do you've got uh, your camp, but uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in um, each and every week and joining us here in the Women of Golf show and we want to also thank our uh, earlier guest Laura. Lauren Coughlin, uh, winner of the PHC Classic on the Smetra Tour this past weekend, and one more time, Shana Kirshner, Director of Marketing for Buffalo Bills, for being our very special guest this morning. So, on that note, I'm Ted Odorico, and on behalf of Cindy Miller and I, we want to thank you for joining us this morning on the Women of Golf, and we will see you next week right here on the blogtalkradio.com network. God bless everybody. Thanks, Cindy.
0: Thanks, Ted. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.